It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Take your Bibles, please, and turn back to Psalm 34. Psalm 34, verse 8. We're continuing our thought this week on the triumph of trust. The triumph of trust. And we've been sharing all kinds of uh, of little things that, that we found through this survey of just the first book of Psalms, which would be Psalm 1 through Psalm 41. That's the, That makes up the first book or the first... Um, series of psalms that were compiled. These were Most of these are, are uh, Davidic. They, they were written by David. There's a few that are just anonymous. Now we know some of these, they come from all different kinds of times and situations and such, but the, the compiler, the one that set them in the order they are now, possibly it was Ezra, um, but nobody knows for certain. All of these, we find a theme running through it, as we've already said, a theme of trust. We find that the psalmist, every time, almost every chapter is referring to this thing of trust. Um, And we find that it makes up a very large majority of his mental stability, of his steadfastness and his faithfulness to God, is this thing of trust in God. It gives him confidence it gives him peace, and it enables him to go through different situations that most would not be able to handle. And so my question was, what makes this so great? And what are things that we can take home from this that could help us? We began to look yesterday at the object of our trust. It is not in things. It is not in government. It is not in people. True trust can be found only in God. The the only trust that that, that is perfectly founded and perfectly based is going to be a trust in God. And why? It's, It's not because of our trust and our ability to trust. It is because of who we trust in. It is God. And the promises He has given us, He cannot lie. He cannot fail. He knows every situation, the ins and the outs. He he has the big picture. He can take care of it all. You begin to look at his character. He has, as we said yesterday, all power. There is no situation that he cannot deal with. There is no situation he cannot help. There is no situation in which he is not sufficient. He gives grace. And mercy for every single thing we come through. He gives peace and confidence no matter what we have to face. He is always faithful, even when we are unfaithful. And as we pointed out yesterday, and I know we were running kind of close to the end of what we, we, of the time we had yesterday, so I kind of rushed through it. But I begin to think, you know, here in, in the, in the Psalms, Especially with David, we're dealing with a man living, really all of them, all of them were living in the time of, with the exception of Moses, but even he lived in some, in that really. 
So all of them lived in the time period of the law. Now we know salvation was still by grace through faith. Even in the law, the the New Testament is very clear that the law was just given to show us knowledge of sin. But they looked ahead in time prophetically to the Lamb of God that would come and be sacrificed. So all their sacrifices pointed to that. They had this this very this big system, a religious system of sacrifices and things they needed to do in faith for, for God to work with them. We find they did not have the Holy Spirit of God um, constantly abiding with them. They did not have the constant presence um, of God in their lives. They did not have access always into the throne room of heaven like we have. Jesus Christ has given us access to the Holy of Holies by His blood. We can come boldly to the throne of God anytime we want to obtain mercy to find grace to help in time of need. They didn't have all that, all those promises. You find in the Psalms, the psalmist saying, Lord, you know, hear, hear my prayer. Well, we as Christians today, we have a promise. God will hear our prayer. You see, we've got so much more than the psalmist even had then. While he was made up part of God's chosen people, we are now God's chosen people, but we're more than just that. He has made us sons and daughters. He has made us a kingdom of priests. We have access to God. He loves us with an unconditional love. He cares for us more than we can ever understand. He will always be faithful to us no matter what we come across. You see, we're set up much better because of the object of our trust and the promises that He has given to us. But we see what makes trust so amazing. We see the object of trust. But then we find the testing of trust. I begin to think throughout just the, these first 41 psalms. I'll, I'll show you some comparisons here. We find the psalmist in, in, a, in a range of emotions, in a range of situations, in highs and lows, spiritually and physically, and mentally, and emotionally. I mean, every different emotion a person feels, you'll find in the book of Psalms. Every different situation a person can be in, you'll find it in the book of the Psalms. I want you, I'm just going to show you just a quick snapshot here of two, of a pendulum, really, in the psalmist's life. Both of these are Psalm of David. Now we know there's a prophetic aspect to, to, to this one psalm as well, but all, all of these, they, they have a, a direct application, or, or a, how do you say it? It fits within something going on in the psalmist's life at that time. You have it in the, the direct context, but in every psalm normally there is a prophetic interpretation as well. And then you have application that can be brought out for us today. You'll find that in 
Really, basically, anywhere in the Word of God you look, you'll find that in some way, shape, or form. But as we begin reading in Psalm 22, notice the range of emotion here. Psalm 22 starts out like this. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? And from the words of my roaring. We come to Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. We look at some other psalms, we'll find him crying out to God in fear or in desperation. We look in, in psalms like chapter 8. And you find chapter 8 is simply a praise psalm. He begins it like this, O Lord, O Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who hath set thy glory above the heavens. And it goes on. He comes to this point in verse 4. I love this verse. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? You see, as we begin to look through the psalm, we, we find this, this amazing range of, of highs and lows that the psalmist hits. A range of emotion. We'll find it from crying to rejoicing. From praying out of desperation to simple faith, just knowing God's going to answer and deal with the issues at hand. We find him in times of dependence to times where he's been delivered. We find him in times of carnality and even sin to times of spirituality. We begin to look at his situations that he goes through and you'll find him in persecution, in danger. You'll find him running. You'll find him winning different battles. You'll find him in battle. You'll find him in defeat. You'll find him in discouragement. You'll find him being mocked by others. you find him forsaken by friends, failed by friends, fought by family. And the list goes on and on and on in all these different situations that we find David in. You'll find him in times of national trouble. You'll find him in times of personal trouble. You'll find him in times of inward travail. You'll find him in other times of total inward peace. What am I getting at? Just because we trust in God does not mean that trust will not be tested. But as we begin to look, we'll find that his life tested trust in God. It proved how reliable our God is. It proved that if we trust in Him, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are the called according to His purpose. The psalmist proves that. I begin to think a little bit more about some of what this proves to us. First of all, as you begin to look through his lives, or through the, the psalmist's life, the different things he went to, one thing you can pull from it all is that God is sufficient to carry you through. All the different situations you find in him, sometimes 
God doesn't bring immediate deliverance. But always, God gives him the grace to go through it. We find that no matter what the situation is, we can cast our cares upon him, for he careth for us. We find in some Psalms, he does change the situation. I want you to know this, that if you're facing a difficult situation, God is able to change it. We find that our Lord, He is always present to shoulder the load. He says in the New Testament that His yoke is easy and His burden is light. You see, while God is going to put us through times of testing and trials and different things, and a lot of times it's to grow us, we find that we have a, 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 we have a God that we can trust in. An unfailing trust that can relieve us from the weight of the burdens. And through it all, we find <laughs> that He always comes through. He is always on time, every time. You see, at least 13 different times throughout these chapters, we'll see the psalmist asking for deliverance. And I was just looking at the word delivered or offshoots of that. At least 13 times we see God's deliverance in those situations. You see, God always comes through. I don't know what you're facing today, but I can tell you that God is worth trusting in. God can get you through. He is sufficient. He is able. He wants you to give that load to Him. He cares for you. He, he, he is a burden bearer. You see, we're not meant to go through this life alone, and that is one of the biggest failures a lot of Christians make, is that they will not trust fully in God. Because they think they need to trust in themselves. One of the secrets, simple secrets to the Christian life, is simple trust in God. He will take care of me. And you, my friend, can trust in God. He is never going to fail. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email Back to the Book Broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwallen.org.